Hello, hello, my above average tribe, and welcome back to the A Minus Life podcast. I am your host, Casey Jericho. And once again, I am so happy to have you here listening, and I hope we can laugh, learn, and grow together. Before I get into the topic for this week, I want to remind you guys that every review, like, share is so appreciated and really helps me and this channel out. So if you're not too busy while listening to this, it would be very appreciated if you could subscribe to this podcast or my YouTube channel, leave a rating, uh, leave a raving review on either platform. Also, please share with family, friends, even mortal enemies. I want to uh, also remind you guys that even though I have turned into a professional podcaster, my true love is my one-on-one lifestyle coaching company and our lifestyle app. If you are ready to make some sustainable and enjoyable change and learn what feeling good actually feels like, please click on the link in our show notes, on my Instagram, or on my website and join the team. You can use code A-LIFE10, spell out minus, to get 10% off any package you choose as a thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate it. And now that my lovely spiel is over, let's keep showing up and get into it. Hello, me again. I hope everyone had an amazing Christmas or Hanukkah. Um, This time of the year is definitely so nice and cheery and warm-hearted, so I hope Santa brought you all what you asked for. Uh, I hope the Elf on the Shelf families are excited to get that guy out of here. I have yet to crack that really what seems like annoying tradition. I'm sure it will happen sooner or later, but Let's check the box of another Christmas that I snagged my way out of that. And if any of you send me an elf next year, death upon you. Just kidding. Okay, so December 27th, and we have three, I guess, four days till the new year. And everyone goes, wow, can you believe it? 2023 is over. Another year. It goes so fast, right? All like the famous or constant sayings that people say every single year, right? But it's true. Time is flying. And it's a joke, but it's serious. Here we go with the new year, new me, hashtags, goals, and whatnot. First off, I do want to say that the new year is an awesome time to set resolutions. And I know most of us are probably guilty of using this mantra of new year, new me. I know I surely am. I have in the past and I probably will say it sometime in the future. Um, And with only having three days left, really, I want us to try and figure out a way for 2024 to be the last time we say new year, new me. That's my challenge for my vast audience who listens to this. New Year's resolutions sometimes get a negative or a joking connotation vibe to them because of how often, right, people talk about how they break them, right? How February 16th, I think, or something is like the National End Your Resolution Day. Um, 
there definitely is like an actual day that most people quit their resolutions, but I'll look that up for another time. And I think it's mid-February. Even like the gyms know it, like their memberships, people just stop showing up. And I wish there wasn't this connotation about them. I wish it was a time of year where we set, we sat down, we set real goals, and we, we really stuck to them. And I'm going to talk about today how we can maybe try and do that, how this year we can make resolutions that are a little bit different. Um, and even little changes can make really, really big differences in 365 days. So even though most people don't really succeed at their resolutions, in reality, it's a great time to set intentions and to set goals. Um, I know, like I said, I joke a lot about the new year, new me, but I'm actually all about New Year's resolutions. I think it is a great starting point. It's fresh. Um, Actually, it's what I think it's a Monday this year. So it is not only one one. It's the start of a new year. It's the start of a new month. It's the start of a new week. It's everybody's favorite. I'll start on Monday. So actually, every single person should nail their resolutions this year because It's on a Monday, and we are all let's start on a Monday kind of people. It's nice to have a start date, right? It sets a start, and it sets hopefully not a finish line, but some sort of progression, trackable, right? Where I started today, now let's see. And if January 1st seems like that genuine fresh start or fresh change, then you should use it. Don't let anybody laugh at you when you talk about resolutions or goals screw them, and do it anyway, right? Like I said, it's a whole new year. It's a whole new month. It's even a whole new week. There has never been a fresher start besides the first day you were born. So what is the trick, right? How do you make resolutions stick? How do you make them last? How do you make them work? I'm going to go over some methods and ways to get 2024 to be the year of optimal, sustainable resolutions. And hopefully, you can learn from this, do it every January 1st, not by creating a new year, new you, but a new year improved me or a new year growing me, right? We don't want to start new every single year. So the first piece of advice, right, is to pick one new behavior at a time, right? Pick a keystone habit, a behavior or routine that naturally pulls the rest of your life in line. You want to connect it to something. You don't want it to be just one habit that stands on its own and it's the only thing that changes when you do it, right? So if you're in your head, one of your long-term goals is to get fit. Maybe something you could do, one new behavior, will be I will pack my gym bag and I will put it in my car the night before work. So there goes any sort of, I forgot my gym clothes, I'm not going to go to the gym excuse. They are in your car, you are ready to go, right? This is a habit or a behavior that leads to an ultimate goal that I'm sure you're used to setting, right? Don't try and change everything at once. It's actually crazy when you look at some people's resolution list. It's longer than the encyclopedia, What human can make that many changes at the same time in 365 days? Nobody I know, not myself. Do not sit down and write a list of 15 things you want to change about yourself. And don't make them 
lofty, lofty goals. You can make 15 habit changes over a course of a year, sure, but 15 results is very different, right? So a result compared to a habit change. A result is I want to lose 25 pounds. A habit change can be I want to drink 64 ounces of water a day, right? Very different on the scale of size and doability. Do not try and do everything at once. It is a roadmap to failure, too much stress. You're going to fail at something at some point and you don't want to feel like that, right? So let's not make a list that says I won't eat processed foods. I will go to the gym five times a week. I will get 10 steps a day. I will eat out only twice a week. I won't drink during the weekdays and so on and so on. Don't make this list of rules for yourself. Just focus on one little habit, right? A keystone habit that ties other things into it. By packing your bag and going and putting it in your car the night before work, you're working towards the gym commitment. You're working towards losing weight. All right, the next one, which kind of obviously piggybacks off this, is starting small. It seems easy and unavoidable, right? We want a habit that is like you almost roll your eyes at when you think of it. Like if I told, sometimes I tell my clients who don't usually get 8,000 steps a day, I don't give them a 10,000 step goal if they're at 4,000 steps, right? That's just too much. What I tell them to do is to walk five minutes a day. They roll their eyes, right? Like, okay, I can walk five minutes. That's literally like four houses down and four houses back or around my island for five minutes, sure. And they almost get like defensive. In reality, most likely if they make a significant effort to block out time for a five-minute walk, it's probably going to turn into a 15 to 20-minute walk, maybe even a 30-minute walk. Because really, who's going to go out their front door, walk four houses to the right, and just turn around? You got dressed, you put your shoes on, your hair's in a ponytail, you probably got AirPods, just keep going. So setting that small goal that seems so easy and eye-rolly leads to really good results, plus you're winning. On a day that maybe all you really have is five minutes, you still accomplish that goal, right? On a day that is packed with things, you have no time, maybe the weather's bad, you walk around your island for five minutes, you still won, you still did it today. And that's great, you still feel like a winner, you still are accomplished. Instead of starting too big, right? The hardest thing about starting a new habit is starting it. So if you set a goal to walk three miles every day outside, that's not going to happen sooner or later. Something is going to go off. I mean, unless you are willpower, headstrong, then yeah, maybe it will. But I also don't think you'd be in this boat if you were. Instead of setting a goal that is so specific and so big, right, three miles every day outside where maybe you'll get a week and a half in and something is going to happen. It's going to be a crazy storm. You're going to feel you're going to be really sick. The kids are going to be really sick. Something's going to get in your way and then you're going to feel like a failure. No need. Five minute walk every day. Most of the days it'll turn into 30 minutes. Maybe one or two days it is five and that's okay. So start small. Do not roll your eyes at small habits. They're actually great. They make you a winner. They're attainable and they usually grow bigger without much effort. The next one which I am big on and I talked a lot about in the Atomic uh, Habits podcast, is focus on the behavior and the process. Don't just focus on the outcome. 
right? So if your desired goal or outcome is I will lose 40 pounds this year. All right, cool. Write it down. Forget about it. Put it at the back of your journal. Got it. Now, let's focus on the process, on the habits, on the behaviors, on the systems that will get us there. That should be 99.9% of your focus. How am I going to lose those 40 pounds? And let's not be part of the 90% that gain it back. Let's keep it off. Let's focus on the meal prep. Let's focus on the strength training. Let's focus on the steps that get us there. And I'm going to go a little bit more into that um, a little bit later on with how I think you should write this out. I'm a big pen and paper kind of gal, and I think um, everyone would benefit from it. Next one, right? I will create an environment to help me succeed. It is so hard to not get sucked into the people around you. One of the quotes I've mentioned before on this podcast is, hang out with five smokers, you become the sixth. Hang out with five overweight people, you become the sixth, right? Show me your circle, I'll show you your future. And it's true. It takes a lot of hard-nosed willpower that most people run out of to constantly go against the circle of people you are with. So don't do that to yourself. Join a community of like-minded people. They will not only cheer you on, they will provide guidance, they will provide accountability, they will be that outlet for you when you know other people in your life are giving you a hard time. They'll be that safe space that knows and appreciates your goals and the why. Don't keep your environment the same, right? If you are an alcoholic and you are a bartender and your goal for 2024 is to go sober, do you think working in a bar is the best decision? 100% not. You have to find a new job. Why would you tempt yourself with all of that every day? So if you are unhealthy and you are surrounded by unhealthy people, I'm not saying you have to cut people out of your life for good. Like, sorry, best friend since third grade. We can't be friends anymore. But you have to find another group that is welcoming and accepting and encouraging for your new goals. You also have to make sure the people around you are aware. I'm not saying you have to share your resolutions and your deepest, darkest secrets with everybody, but they should be aware of what you're working towards, right? People aren't mind readers. You can't blame Aunt Susie for bringing you a chocolate birthday cake if Aunt Susie has no ideas you're counting macros and trying to lose weight. So you have to let people know. People are not mind readers. You can't get mad at them for things they are not aware of. Now, if Aunt Susie knows you are trying to lose weight, you've been making a lot of sacrifices and she still brings you a double layer fudge cake for your birthday, then we can get a little pissed at Aunt Susie. Next thing, appreciate the small changes. And again, another thing I talked a lot about in the Atomic Atomic Habits podcast. Think about the energy you're gaining, the better sleep, the clearer skin, the better digestion, right? Less bloat, um, easier breathing when you run around after your kids. Those are the real measurable things that make a difference. Don't just expect these ginormous results immediately, right? It's February 1st. I've been doing good. Why aren't I down 20 pounds? Because that's not how it works. And if you were down 20 pounds by February 1st, you're probably doing something that is unbelievably unsustainable. 
Think and focus on the smaller things. I picked up seven-pound dumbbells today instead of five. Awesome. I saw a little shoulder definition. Great. I'm sleeping through the night. I'm waking up okay. Not like I need to go back to sleep. Those are huge, right? Quality of life is so, so important. Focus on those things rather than these quick, fast, immediate results. The quote that I had mentioned in the earlier podcast, right, is you do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. So resolutions should be systems. Yes, of course you're going to have goals by the end of the year, right? December 31st, 2024, what do you want to look back on and check off? And that's fine. You absolutely should have like five or six written down goals for 2024, right? I want to get back to a size four jean. I want to deadlift my body weight. I want to finally feel secure with my relationship with food. I want to, you know, save $5,000 and something else. Those are fine. Those absolutely should happen. But if that's the only thing you're writing down, there is going to be a problem because you haven't created the steps. And that's what I really want to focus on. So there are four pillars that kind in my eyes that kind of provide a strong foundation for these goals. And after I go over those four, I'll kind of give you guys an exercise in a sense of how I think you should write out your resolutions for this year. Um, So the first one is don't fall for false hope, right? Many people who give up on their goals do so because of what is known as false hope syndrome. What this means is you are so pumped up for change, right? You are jacked up on Monday, January 1st to get things going, right? This is it. This is the year. Hello, thong bikini. I'm coming for you. But you set these crazy standards and expectations for yourself. You're never going to eat white bread. You're never going to have a cookie again. You're going to get up and do fasted cardio five days a week. Like, come on. Live like live your life still. You cannot set these crazy rules. It's just never going to happen. So by setting those standards and expectations, you're going to find your goals almost nearly impossible to achieve. So then you give up. Right? Ah, crap. I had a cookie at work. This is it. Done. Scratch it off. Let's make a new goal. Um, you know, I didn't drop a gene size in one month. This is never going to happen. Screw it. Right? So you set these absolutely wild expectations and standards just leads to you giving up in a short amount of time, aka why I like mid-February is National Quit Resolution Day. Don't let the excitement of change overshadow the importance of your reality, right? Again, I love the excitement. I love the motivation on 1-1, but remember your life. Are you a mother? Are you, do you work? Do you have other people to take care of? Do you have sports to go to? Do you have meals to cook? Do you have a job? Do you have bills to pay? You have a lot of other things on your plate, right? Okay, maybe if you're like 22 and live alone and you have, you know, a normal nine to five, you can make a little bit of a stricter resolution protocol. But most adults have 8,000 things to do during the day. Think about reality. Start small. 
Let's get some easy wins under our belt, get us going in the right direction, and then we can tackle bigger goals as you move forward. We don't need to accomplish our 2024 goal in four weeks. We have time. The next thing, and I talked about it a little before, right, is get your people on board. Social support matters. No matter how much you label yourself a loner or, you know, I don't really like groups. I like doing it on my own. Social support matters. Believe me, I am a loner. I'm an only child who had a friend group of about six her whole life. I have a lot of great acquaintances, but I always keep my circle small. I like my quiet time, being by myself. I wouldn't be able to do what I do if it wasn't for the circle of people I have around me. It matters. My husband, unbelievably supportive. My closest friends are with me in the gym talking about meal prep. Like social support matters. If I go out and I'm not drinking, they may joke with me, but they will never peer pressure me, right? They're always supportive and that makes a big difference. No matter how strong you are, the people you hang around are going to make or break your success. Not saying you should ever point a finger, right? Because at the end of the day, it is you, right? So you are the one who is making the choices. But having a circle of people around you all preaching something different than you want, someone's going to crack. Communicate your intentions and goals with your family and friends, even if they give you a hard time, even if they make fun of you. Believe me, the Ludeman language of love is make fun. I get it. It's scary sometimes to be vulnerable and tell people your goals because for some odd reason, right, being healthy and working out is not quote unquote cool. People make fun of that, um, which boggles my mind, right? Like people make fun of people for eating ground chicken, but they don't make fun of people for eating a Whopper at Burger King. A very weird thing to me, but it is true. When you make yourself vulnerable and tell loved ones that you want to dial in your nutrition and your fitness and you're really going to look at it, they're probably going to have some jokes, right? They might say things that kind of hurt your feelings. It's okay. You voiced your opinion. You let them be aware. They know now. The ball is in their court now with how they want to handle it. And if they don't handle it appropriately, you need to think about your relationship with them. All right. A lot of times I hear that like, oh, well, my husband this, my husband wants me to drink with him. My husband wants us to eat out. If your husband, the the one person in your life who was supposed to be like your rock, your soulmate, your, you know, through thick and thin can't be supportive of this, you and your husband need to have a more in-depth conversation or whoever your partner is. Right? They that should be the ones cheering you on the most. And if that's not the case, there's deeper problems there. Let everyone you know be aware. Again, you don't need to like cheer about it, right? I know CrossFit people get a bad rap cuz like they always joke about how the first thing, how do you know someone does CrossFit? It's the only thing they talk about or it's the first thing they tell you. So, you don't need to be that way. You don't need to rub your journey in anyone's face or be obnoxious about it, but they should know. People aren't mind readers. Set boundaries, let them know. Also, this is kind of a plug, but it's not meant to be a plug because it doesn't have to be me. Hire a coach. Get some good guidance. Get accountability. Cheering on can go a long way. For some reason, especially females, are quicker to let themselves down than anybody else. Get someone to hold you accountable. Love you when you need love. 
Be honest when you need honesty. You trust other people with so many other things in your life. Why would you not hire guidance with your health and your fitness? It is the one body you get for this whole life. Yet we don't seek help for it. We seek help for our hair, for our yard, for cleaning our houses. But yet we trust our body just with ourselves. Think about that, right? It should be the number one priority and the number one thing you're looking out for. Next one is view your failures as data, right? When you are learning a new skill, you shouldn't expect to learn it right away or flawlessly. If I was to start playing the guitar tomorrow, everybody knows that I would have a, I'm not musically inclined. I would mess up a lot. And if I started learning on a Monday, I can surely tell you, I wouldn't expect to be playing John Mayer's songs next Monday. It takes time. It's a skill. Learning to sew, right? Learning an instrument, learning a magic trick or a certain way of baking or cooking. It takes time. And another weird thing, right, is when we're doing those things, we give ourselves some grace, right? Like the first chord you mess up on the guitar, you don't bash your guitar against the wall. Oh, you know, all right, I'm learning. But for some reason with nutrition and fitness, the second we quote unquote mess up or go off plan, we quit. Learning how to balance your plate, learning how to lift, um, learning how to get more movement in during the day is a skill. It's not just something that we should know how to do. You have to give yourself more grace, right? So don't expect to be perfect right away. Why do you expect life, like if you don't expect skills to go smoothly, why do you expect lifestyle changes to be any different? Right? We're so quick to assume we can't do it or Ugh, this doesn't work for me. Well, just because a couple things didn't go your way doesn't mean this doesn't work for you. Right? We have to adjust. We have to reassess and look at things and go figure out obstacles and solutions. It doesn't just not work for you. And again, especially with this stuff, this is the basics. It, this literally works for every single human on the planet. One of my biggest pet peeves is when clients or ex-clients claim that quote unquote this program doesn't work for me it, it could be it's the worst excuse on the planet moving eating protein and drinking water works for every single person nine billion of us well, i have no idea how many people are on the planet but you get the point don't blame the program don't blame the failures on this it's turn that finger inside but just because things don't go perfectly smooth or according to plan does not mean it doesn't work, right? That goes back to the perfectionist attitude or, you know, all or nothing. We can keep going. We just have to work on assessing our setbacks, rework the system, and be prepared next time, right? Again, we do this a lot with other things in our life, right? The first time you made brownies, they probably got a little burnt or the ratio wasn't great. Did you never bake again? Probably not. I'm sure everyone's tried again. Or think about cooking, right? The first meal you ever made probably wasn't five star. You cooked again. Same thing with this. Keep trying. And lastly, and kind of corny, we have to believe in ourselves, right? None of these tips or tricks will help if you don't think 
that you can actually change in the first place. If you think you are a lost cause and, you know, it's because I'm old and it's because A, B, or C, nothing is going to happen. We have to have a growth mindset. We have to believe change is possible. We have to do the work. Everybody hear that? Turn your volume up. We have to do the work. We also have to keep showing up. Right? As much as I'm all about A minus 90 to 93%, we have to keep going. You cannot disappear. You cannot quit on yourself. Don't be that person. Keep showing up for yourself. Keep going. Change will happen. No one I know has ever continued this journey for any significant amount of time and not seen change. Not one. And I've been in touch with hundreds of people, clients. If you keep showing up and if you keep doing the work, if you keep assessing your failures and making adjustments to your systems and setting small goals, this will a thousand percent work. You will change your life. Now, before we end up, I know this is not the longest podcast, which is no big deal. I want to give a little like homework assignment slash like suggestion for if you do write down your resolutions. First, I think everybody should write them down, not in your notes on your phone, not on your computer pen to paper, write them down. Um, So you can start, right, with your December 31st, 2024. When you look back, what are the big things you wanted to have accomplished this year? Pick five, all right? They can be in categories, right? Health, fitness, family, financial, personal, social, right? Those are some good ones. Health, fitness, family, social, yeah. Okay, those are about five. Then I need you to create systems. For each five big goals, create a roadmap, right? Create a three-month marker, a six-month marker, a nine-month marker, and then the final one. If your goal, right, is to lose 25 pounds this year, by March, what are you going to have changed to get you there? And that can't be lose five pounds, right? It can't just be a math addition up to 25. So in three months, what are the habits you are going to focus on? So January, February, March, I'm going to focus on steps and water. And that's it. I'm going to get 8,000 steps on average every single week, every single day, January, February, and March. I am also going to drink 100 ounces of water every day. That's it. Small steps. Print out that calendar and check them off. At six months, I want to not only, you know, keep my steps above 8,000, drink my 100 ounces of water. I'm going to also eat my body weight and protein. So I'm going to start to track some food. That's three major habits you're changing in six months. Your body composition is already changing, right? And maybe on that six-month marker along with protein, I'm going to start a strength training program. I'm not going to set a certain amount of days I have to go to the gym. I'm going to start. Maybe by month nine, you have the steps, you have the water, you have the protein, you have the starting the strength program. So by month nine, I'm going to go to the gym four days a week. And then your next goal is... I'm going to be in bed by 9.30 every night on average as much as I can. By September, 
you are going to be walking over 8,000 steps a day. You are going to be drinking over 100 ounces of water, eating your body weight and protein, going to the gym four times a week doing strength training, and getting seven to eight hours of sleep. That is an amazing transformation. Who cares about the 25 pounds? I can I'm, I bet you're going to lose more and you're going to be strong as hell. Your body fat is going to go way down. Setting those three, six, nine system goals is going to help you immensely keep on track. There are going to be easy wins. There are also going to be data that you can easily check off and way more attainable and sustainable. So when you go ahead and do whatever resolution setting you are this year, create systems for yourself. Create steps that lead to the goal. Don't just set goals. And keep it small. We don't need 15 goals this year. I hope this helped. Um, I'm also here on Instagram. If anyone wants help with this, I would love to. Um, I will be doing it myself. And I will share it with everybody in the next podcast, I believe. And... Don't be so hard on yourselves. Be realistic. Small change leads to long-term success. I hope everybody has an amazing 2024. Please share this with people. Again, it's a great way to segue that awkward conversation maybe with someone about you changing the way you live, right? If you don't want to just come out and tell mom and dad that you can't go out to dinner with them every single Friday and Saturday because you have some new goals, send this. Let me break the ice and then you follow up, right? Um, Please like it, share it, comment. Let me know your goals. I'll hold you accountable. I'll help you out. Join the squad. No better time to join up coaching in the new year. It is not cliche. It is a great opportunity. And have an awesome day. Have fun on New Year's Eve. I will be asleep by 930 most likely. I have not seen the ball drop in about five years and I don't intend to. I'll have my... Cheers of champagne with my kiddos with the fake YouTube countdown, best thing ever invented, and wake up cheery on January 1st. Have an awesome day. Stay and live A minus and keep showing up. Mm-hmm.